Hello everyone, welcome to episode zero of the Inside Out Thinking Out Loud podcast. My name is Tanaka and I am your host. This is the first episode of the series, so this is more of an introduction episode. I wanted to tell you guys about the goal of the podcast, my motivations behind it, and tell you guys a little bit about what to expect from future episodes. I have a lot of plans and ideas for the podcast, and I've been thinking about this for a while now, so I appreciate everyone for listening. I hope you find it interesting and, more importantly, enriching. So, what is the Inside Out Podcast? Well, the reason I called it Inside Out, thinking out loud, is because I wanted this to be a space where I and my guest speakers, which I'll talk more about later, can express themselves openly and honestly, revealing what they are really thinking without fear of being judged. And I wanted to have an open discussion to come up with real solutions to life's problems and struggles. I basically want to bring that little voice that we all have in our heads outside because communication is the most important problem solving tool that we have as humans. We are a communal species and we live in societies. No matter how amazing you are, you can't accomplish anything on your own. And all the great achievements mankind has accomplished is only made possible through teamwork. I don't know if any of my listeners are anime fans, but if you have seen Dr. Stone, that really made me think about how reliant we are on other people just to survive. For those who haven't seen it, In the beginning, there's an event which turns every human into stone for a long ass time. And the world basically goes back to prehistoric times. But eventually, a couple people come out the stone and have to try and find a way to survive. No technology, no civilization, no nothing. And it really made me realize how much stuff we take for granted watching these characters trying to build back up a society from scratch. I don't know about y'all, but even after 17 years of schooling, I don't know how to make clothes, build a house, craft no weapons to hunt with, forget creating electricity. The strength of humans is that we communicate, even with those who came before us through books, and we don't have to start from scratch. We have the knowledge of all the people that lived before us and the knowledge of all those around us so that no one person has to have all the answers. Just think about the traditional path to success. Go to school, get good grades, pick a major or field to specialize in, and get a job. We don't all need to know how to build a house or fix a computer or do open heart surgery because someone else does. And society is only able to function the way it does because everyone is working together to make it function. But getting back to communication, the problem now in our society is that people don't want to work together. We are more divided now than ever before. And when people refuse to work together, society as a whole suffers. And I know everyone can see our society is pretty fucked up right now. Things are only getting worse by the day. Our progress has stopped because we have stopped working together to make things better for all of us. Everyone is just looking out for themselves or their group, their niche, their clique. And I think the problem is, in the past, 
humans have come together to fight against our common enemy and really our only enemy, death. When it's life or death, the choice to work together, to live, is easy to make. But now, the problems that haunt our society aren't always life and death. The problems that our society has may not directly end our lives, but it's certainly decreasing our quality of life. I'm talking about things like addiction, depression, anxiety, stress. Stress does kill eventually, but instead of working together to get rid of stress, we become the cause of stress for other people. Instead of trying to help everyone not be depressed, we make others even more depressed with our words and actions. Sure, there's therapists and doctors that can prescribe you this and that, but those are just bandages for the symptoms. We need to eliminate the root of the problem, kill the disease, not just cover it up. And the truth is, the root of many of the problems we have today is us. We are our own worst enemy. People cause people so much pain. Long gone are the days when you have to fear being eaten by some wild animal. But when you go home at night and lock your doors, it's not to keep the bears out. We're scared of each other, and it shouldn't be like that. The root of all our societal problems is people. So what is the solution? We as a people have to change. And that's kind of the goal of this podcast, to stimulate hearts and minds, motivate people to make a change in their life. That's easier said than done, but what I've realized is that it all starts with us. Nobody can make anyone else change, and I can't make any of you listening change. I had to have the desire to change myself and become a better person. And even though I'm only 22, I've learned so much and I've changed so much in the past two years alone, and I'm still trying to be better every day. And this podcast is a great way for me to do that, because even though I see a lot of problems, I don't have all the solutions. If I did, I would be a god. I would be a perfect being, (laughs) and nobody is perfect. But that doesn't mean I can't strive for perfection. On this podcast, I want to talk about how to be happy. You can think of this as a guide to life because as much knowledge that the universities have, they're seriously lacking in the how to become happy department. And the whole reason I called it thinking out loud is because I want to have these conversations with people, learn from their experiences, because that's the beauty of humanity. We are all different and we all have different experiences. And the more people I talk to, the better equipped I will be to make better decisions or come to more accurate conclusions to the questions I plan on posing. And I hope as a listener, you will be able to join in on the conversation, even if I can't speak to you personally, but I do want your feedback and we'll talk more about that when I get to the formatting of the podcast. I've already kind of gotten into the motivations for making the podcast, but I feel like I should explain it more in depth. Since a lot of you may not know me personally, this would be a way for you to get to know me. So I grew up religious, and that was a big part of my identity growing up. For me, that meant no having sex, no getting drunk, no doing drugs, none of that. 
and I stuck to that till I was about 19. Eventually, my curiosity got the best of me, and I gave in to my urges, started doing all the stuff you would imagine a normal college kid doing. Moving out and going to UGA did not help me resist my temptations because at the end of the day, that shit was fun. Before I ever smoked or drank, I couldn't understand why people loved it so much. I had friends that would smoke all the time, and I was always like, I'm straight. But I was thinking about it, and I realized nobody does anything for no reason. Maybe I just don't understand the reason, but they have their reasons for doing it. And asking them about that stuff didn't really satisfy my curiosity because words are unlimited. It's hard to explain what something feels like in the same way it's hard to explain what chicken tastes like to someone who has never had chicken. Everyone that had has had chicken will know what you mean because it's a shared experience. But that made me realize that we are limited by our own experiences. Fast forwarding, I left the religion. And at that point, <clears throat> I believed that I was going to the bad place. I didn't believe in hellfire as many Christian religions teach, but basically the bad place as I was taught is like permanent non-existence. Whereas the good place is everlasting life, whether that be in heaven or on earth. And that's consistent among most religions. So I basically came to terms with the fact that this life was all there was for me. I gave up on, you know, trying to do better, so to speak. And I was like, I better make the most out of the time that I do have on this earth because that's all I got. So with that mindset, I was like, I'm going to enjoy all that life has to offer. I want to have the most fun life possible. I want to be the happiest that I can be. And for me, that means experiencing all the joys of life, almost like a bucket list but without having a terminal illness or a countdown clock over my head. Because in my mind, even though I didn't know when I was going to die, the fact was I would die eventually. And death could come at any moment. So I was going to live every moment like it was my last because it might be. Not to say that I became reckless because even though death could come at any time, I'm not trying to accelerate the process. <laughs> And hopefully I live to a decent age. So it really was a long term vision for living my best life. But going back to experiencing all the joys of life for college kids, what is considered fun usually revolves around substances. And the only thing stopping me from trying stuff before was religion. Now that was out of the equation. I was a lot more open minded to trying things as long as they weren't physically dangerous. And that's how I got introduced to psychedelics. The thing about psychedelics, they're not like alcohol or narcotics that make the pain go away and just give you a good feeling by blocking out the world. They make you think. And I like to think that I'm a decently intelligent person. So I really enjoy just thinking about life and what is the meaning to life and things like that, even before trying psychedelics. So doing that while on like shrooms or LSD was fun. And I feel like I got some real insights from doing them. I will say to all my listeners that while psychedelics can be useful tools in growth and development, they also are dangerous in that 
Whatever you think about, you think about 100 times more deeply. And whatever you feel, you feel 100 times more intensely. So they can be the most fun experiences, but they can also be the most horrifying, just depending on which way your mind goes at the time. And I was lucky that for the most part, I had good experiences. But my last trip was horrible, and I almost killed myself. (laughs) And I haven't done that shit since, so be warned. But the good thing is, you generally don't black out from shroom or LSD trips, so you can actually learn from them, even though they might be crazy in the moment. After you sober up, you can remember what you're thinking or even take notes or use a voice recorder during the trip and further develop the ideas that you had. Because I feel like psychedelics help you to see things from a different perspective than the way you might you know, be accustomed to seeing them. And sometimes a change of perspective can be the greatest weapon in your evolutionary process. It really made me think of the world differently, and it made me realize life is not as complicated as we make it out to be. Granted, it's very nuanced, but at our core, we generally all want the same things. Thinking for myself, what is the purpose of life? I've realized that life itself doesn't necessarily have a point. Life itself is the point. For example, you don't don't have a kid for some ulterior motive. You have a kid because you want a kid. The kid in itself is the goal, you might say. Or you might say to keep our species going. But come on now. There's plenty of humans on this earth. So if you're saying you were having a kid to keep the species alive, all I'm going to say is, I smell cap. The point of life is to enjoy it. And I think everyone can agree they want to live a happy life. Nobody wants a life of suffering. And sometimes people are suffering so much that they give up on life and choose to die. So now that I have this goal, which is to be happy, I have to figure out how to accomplish that goal and ask myself what makes me happy. And for everyone that might be different, but it is a question that everyone should ask themselves. For me, experiencing new things makes me happy. Trying new foods, going to new places. Like there is so much out there in the world that I have yet to see. So many things I have yet to do. I went on a cruise in the Bahamas a couple years ago and jet skiing was the single most fun thing I have ever done. Going 40 miles per hour on the open ocean with water as clear as glass, that shit was amazing. And I know there's a lot of amazing things to do and beautiful places to see. And granted, I might not like every food I try or every place I visit or every activity that I do, but that's the beauty of the world. We have free will. Nobody makes you do anything. Once you find the things that you do like, you can just do that. And it can still be fun because there's probably a lot of things that you will enjoy. So much so that you aren't going to be doing the same thing over and over again. And for me, I love the experiences, but I also love my friends and having your friends or family with you doing these amazing things changes the whole experience. Having different friends with you makes it different each time. And that's what I would consider a happy life, a life full of experiences. Even if I've been on a cruise with my family, 
I still would go again with some friends and enjoy just as much, if not more. And the destinations don't have to be the same. And when you open your eyes to the possibilities, you will realize the opportunities are endless. You should never be bored. The potential for joy is endless. But what is the problem? The biggest hindrance to me doing whatever I want is obviously money. It is expensive to travel, but it is not impossible. For me, the first step is to become financially independent so that I will have the ability to do these things. And for that, I need a decent job, which is why I'm in college. But there's plenty of ways to make money besides having a nine to five. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about in a future podcast, how to become financially independent to the point where you can do whatever you want to do. And I've realized you don't have to be rich to travel. You just have to be smart and budget. For example, a cruise trip costs less than $1,000 for a seven-day cruise. And that includes transportation to the different countries, food, shelter, entertainment, all on board, which is all already included in the cruise ticket itself. And that's even enough money to buy the unlimited alcohol package, multiple excursions for when you get off the boat, and still have a little extra money to spend on souvenirs or whatnot at the destinations. Even working my $13 an hour job at Publix making $350 a week, if I say $25 a week, I will have enough money to go in 40 weeks. So in less than a year, I can make enough to have the most fun experience of my life even though I have a shitty job and I'm only taking out less than 10% of my income to do so. People that say they can't afford things really just need to learn how to budget. And when I'm 25, I expect to be making a lot more than $13 an hour. So yes, money can be a big deterrent for people being happy, but it's not the biggest problem. Because while you were saving up for that trip, that may be seven days out of the year, for the rest of the year, you're still going through life. That one week may be fun, but we need to be happy every day. I'm not saying that every day has to be spectacular, but it feels like a lot of days are shitty. I realize that people aren't happy. People are suffering. People are depressed and people are sad. Even if they have good days, the bad days far outnumber the good. And that's a big societal problem to me. In a perfect world, every day will be a good day. So I was asking myself how to have every day be a good day. Luckily, I don't have too many things stressing me, but regardless of what the problem I had was, I realized that for every problem, there is a solution. You just have to find it. Sitting around crying about how much life sucks is not going to make it any better. That's just wasting time, and time is the most valuable thing that we have. It's the only thing we really have. And once it's gone, we can't get it back. So having this mindset of my time being limited and wanting as much of my time to be enjoyed as possible so that I can die with no regrets and die without wishing I could have did more. Having that mentality is what pushes me to eliminate stress from my life. Or if I can't eliminate it, lessen it as much as possible. Sometimes... There's nothing you can do about a situation. And if that's the case, then worrying about it is not doing you any good. You have to move on. But most of the time, 
we can do something about our situations and realizing that you are the center of your own universe, realizing that you have the power to control your own life, realizing that you can do anything you put your mind to is a mindset that I feel like everyone needs to adopt because no one is going to magically come and make your life better. If you want something to change, then you have to make a change. So in my own personal life, I'm hustling. I'm doing what I need to do to make my life better. But I'm still not always happy. So what's the problem? Society is the problem. Like I said before, the mindset that you can control your life is a good one to have, but it's not the one that everyone has. A lot of people feel powerless because of their situations, or they feel like the system is built against them. And that's a date. A dangerous mindset to have because then your life isn't your own anymore and that's when hopelessness and depression kick in I'm lucky to be in a decent situation that I can't complain too much but a big part of who I am is that I love people I love talking to people making new friends and I want everyone to enjoy life I want everyone to reach their goals accomplish their dreams be happy and I think most people are the same They don't want to eat and watch their friends starve. People that say they want to get rich usually want their friends to get rich too. Nobody wants to be alone. We want what's best for the people around us. And for me, the most important thing being happiness, I want everyone around me to be happy. So going back to society or our situation being the problem, a lot of people don't think society can or will ever change. They're willing to accept that that's just the way life is. But that's sheep mentality. We are society. Society was built by people, created by people, and changes through people. If we want society to change, then all we have to do is change ourselves. And slowly but surely, society as a whole will change. But if we accept things the way they are now and stay stuck in our ways, Things won't get any better. And just look around. Things haven't got much better. Why? Because people refuse to change. They refuse to consider that they might be part of the problem. And the first step to fixing any problem is identifying the problem. If you can honestly say you've never done anything to offend anyone or you've never hurt anyone, you're a better man than me. People hurt people. That's a fact. And someone is doing the hurting, so we can't all be free from blame. But I'm not here to tell you that you're a bad person or anything like that, because I don't believe that anyone is good or evil. People are not defined, or they shouldn't be defined by their actions. Because sometimes good people can do bad things, and sometimes bad people can do good things. That's not my place to judge what kind of person you are. But no one does anything for no reason. So the goal of this is not to talk shit about people, but to try to understand the reasons people act the way they act. And in understanding why people do what they do, I feel like that's the first step to figuring out how to fix the root cause of these actions we deem negative. And once we get rid of the disease, the symptoms of negative behavior will stop. 
Telling people not to kill doesn't work because even though everyone will agree that killing is wrong, people still find ways to justify killing. Everyone agrees stealing is wrong, but people steal all the time. Why? I don't think everyone that steals is a bad person. I think it depends on why they are stealing. Some people are in bad situations where they feel like they have to steal to survive. Does that justify it? Maybe, maybe not. I leave that up to a higher power to determine what justice is. But I'm focused on how do we help this person not feel like they need to do this to survive? Because at the end of the day, if you tell a starving man not to steal and his options are jail or starve to death, jail is not really that big of a deterrent. And the solution is not to make the penalty for stealing death either. It's helping him figure out how to take care of his needs on his own. Teach a man how to fish. Giving him a fish is nice, but that's not going to solve the problem in the long term. So this podcast is my way of trying to learn how to fish with the fish that we're trying to catch being true happiness. And hopefully as a listener, you learn at least one fishing tip as well, because the truth of the matter is nobody has audiences, but we are all in this together. Together, if we have the right dialogue, I know that we can come up with some answers and this world can be better when I leave it than it was when I got here. I refuse to accept things as the way it is or the way it's always going to be. And I know that I'm not the only one who sees life as we know it as bullshit. So I hope that by going through this journey we call life and trying to reach my full potential, I can inspire people. One, that there is hope for the future and help people to understand that they have power. They just have to take it back. And once they understand their power, hopefully motivate them to use it for good, to better themselves. And hopefully help others to better themselves because even though no one can make you a better person we can always we can make it easier for each other to be better people and at the end of the day we are all working towards the same goal to be happy and there's no benefit to being selfish or to be mean to anyone the greatest thing we have is love one of the strongest emotions And if you spread love, you will usually get love back. So that's what I'm trying to spread through this podcast at its core. Hopefully, this was a good introduction to who I am as a person and what I'm trying to do. Quickly, I'll give an overview of the format. As of now, I'm thinking that I'm going to release one episode over the course of two weeks. They'll be released in two parts. Part one being me introducing the topic and explaining its relevance and giving my thoughts on the matter. And then part two is where I have the guest speakers who hopefully will have listened to part one and they can talk about their thoughts on the matter, whether they agree or disagree with some of the things I said. And hopefully they will share some of their experiences with us because like I said before, I don't have all the answers, but together we can come up with them. And seeing different points of view, keeping an open mind, and hearing other people's experiences is how I grow as a person. Because we learn from other people. So part two generally will be less from my perspective and more from the guests. 
part two will also be released on YouTube with video. And I decided to do that to make it less of random voices talking about this and that and more real people talking about real shit. At the same time, I've created an email and Instagram for the account, an Instagram account for the podcast. So after part one releases, there will generally be five days until part two is recorded. And if any of you listeners have thoughts, you can email me or DM me and I'll look through them and I can bring them up during the part two discussions because the more input, the better. Some examples of topics that we will be discussing are relationships, punishment versus reform, drugs, music, boundaries, and even travel. The topics for episode one are going to be happiness versus success, confidence slash self-worth, social media, honesty, and love. So I hope you all tune in. One of the questions I will bring up in episode one is what makes someone fake i feel like no one wants to be fake but it's not a lot of real people out there and that's a big problem because usually when we call someone fake it means they did us dirty in some way when they were supposed to be a friend so i plan on discussing why people act fake and while i do have my own opinion on it which i will talk about in part one of episode one hopefully I can get some feedback and insight from you guys to discuss in part two. I'm real curious what y'all have to say about what makes someone fake. I also have some other ideas that I'm working on for special episodes that don't follow the two-part model, where there'll be either book, movie, video, album, or even song reviews, because media is such a big part of our lives. It's easy just to see something, hear something, or read something without taking the time to fully digest the message because another thing I've realized is that even though things might be considered entertainment, the writer usually wrote it for a reason. There's always a message and sometimes we lose the message when we don't take the time to digest what's being presented. Also, some of the special episodes might be like one-on-ones, just talking about smaller topics or even just interviews. You know, one day, hopefully, I might get some celebrities on here, but we're going to take it one one day at a time. Anyways, if you made it this far in the podcast, I really do appreciate you actually sticking with it. And the future episodes, I'll try to limit to an hour. But I hope that even if you don't have the time to listen to an episode all in one sitting, you find it interesting enough to mark your spot and come back to it when you have the time, because that's the beauty of a podcast. It's on your phone or computer or whatever device you're using, and you can listen to it wherever or whenever you want. So thanks again for listening. This is the Inside Out Thinking Out Loud podcast. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode.